Good morning, good evening, or good afternoon, wherever you might be. I'd like to welcome you to the Abide Podcast with myself, Misha Solana, of course. Hope you guys are doing amazing. Haven't had a chance to do one of these episodes in a minute, but you know what? It doesn't even matter because I'm back now. And I am so excited to share what I've been learning. You know, I just, you know how I like to take my time with the Word of God and just grow in it, keep learning from Him and just hearing what it is He has to say. Because like, you know, if you're a regular on this here podcast, I prefer to do things at God's time. You know, I don't want to do things for the sake of doing things. I want to record a podcast when God says, okay, shop, record a podcast. Or I want to do a YouTube video, whatever the case may be, when God says I need to do it. But something that I've just been kind of dealing with or going through or thinking about, you know, is that guys, tough times are lasting, hey? No, man, tough times are lasting. And it seems the tough people... (laughs) We're not making it, guys. (laughs) See, guys, we are going through the most. For the benefit of my listeners who don't know the term, I'm going to be using that quite a bit, you know. And it's just a a term, a reference that we use here in South Africa for someone who is, quote-unquote, going through the most. Whether that be emotionally, physically, mentally, in your career, whatever the case may be, if you are just someone that's going through the most, listen, this one is for you today. Today I'm chatting about how to keep it moving in the tough times. Like, how do we keep it moving, man? Because that's when for me, hey, ooh, now y'all know, I can't speak for anyone else. I can only speak for myself and what God does for me and what God does in me and what God does through me. Okay, so... Hey, the tough times, guys. The tough times were lasting, hey? And sometimes they're still lasting, considering we're still in 2020. And I feel like a lot of us have experienced quite a few traumatic, scary, you know, things during this year. Whether directly or indirectly, I mean, I think none of us have lived through a pandemic. And none of us have had to experience a lockdown for over six months. And not being able to, you know, do the normal things that we've all known for decades. So... It's, it's been a tricky year. It's been a tricky year and, you know, no one story is going to be the same and no one way of dealing with these things is going to be the same. But I found myself reading Psalm 40. Okay, I found myself reading Psalm 40, verse 1 to verse 3. And you know how I'm going to do it. I'm going to read it for you and then we're going to go in it and just find out what God has in store for us today. Because more than anything, it is all about hearing what God wants to say to us, what God is trying to tell us about himself, tell us about ourselves and tell us about, you know, the time that we're living in and how to maneuver and navigate. Because the most important thing is that we keep abiding in him. You know, there are so many things happening in our lives. There are so many things happening in our society, good and bad, that have the potential, you know, to remove us from the vine that is Jesus Christ. And that's something that we don't want. What we want to do is to continue steadfastly in this relationship with Jesus Christ. And if we can do that, you know, through these episodes, then I'm here for it. Let's do it. Anyway, okay, let's get into Psalms 40. Okay, it reads as follows. Verse 1. This is King David writing here. He says, I waited patiently for the Lord, and he inclined to me and heard my cry. He also brought me up out of a horrible pit, out of the miry clay, which is also muddy clay. Okay, and he set my feet upon a rock. Oh, come on now. 
from the muddy clay and unstable ground a ground that is uncertain oh kind of like 2020 i'm not even gonna get into it he moves you from muddy clay onto a steady rock he gives you certainty in the midst of uncertainty okay let me move on and he established my steps thank you jesus for established steps verse 3 he has put a new song in my mouth praise to our god many will see it and fear and will trust in the lord let me just do a quick prayer. Thank you, Father God, for your word, your word that is life, your word that is truth, your word that is living waters, which refreshes and replenishes our spirits, our souls, and our bodies. We give you glory for this moment. I give you glory for this fellowship, for this time to just break the bread that is your word, that we may all be filled because we know that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the from the mouth of God and in this moment I pray that your word may come out and speak to anyone who is listening today and touch their heart and give them hope that you are going to deliver them from their situation in Jesus name amen now guys as I said earlier on you know this one is all about people in them go okay people who are going through the most and even if it's a past thing for you maybe you were going through the most or you're transitioning out of going through the most or now you are in you're like in the middle of the in the middle of it and you don't know what to do because Java, when you're going through the most that's the worst time because unless get your faith is strong 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 and you don't need to hear this then listen kudos to you but for those of you who like me sometimes you know we feel a bit frail along the way we get weak we forget who we are we forget you know to tune in and, and, and to just kind of root ourselves and establish ourselves and, and 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 encourage ourselves in the word this is for you okay so this psalm was written by king david and as you hear from the beginning of it i'm going to take it verse by verse as you hear from the beginning there he says i waited patiently for the lord now this is coming from someone who has been experiencing things someone who has been going through the most i mean if you think king david we take it all the way back to the beginning of first samuel you know where he's a young man and He's about to be uh, anointed as king, but he's not even invited to this big party where the prophet is about to anoint a king. And because you know why? Because his own father, his brothers, no one thought that he could be king. So he was kind of kept to the side and not invited to this banquet. And then we move on to after he's anointed king and he's out there, you know, watching his father's sheep and cattle. And he has to fight off a lion. He has to fight off a bear. Next thing we know, we fast forward. He's fighting off Goliath. We fast forward. He's having beef with King Saul. And now King Saul sees him as an enemy. Like, can you imagine? You're a young man. All you're trying to do, or you're a young person. And all you're trying to do is serve this king. And next thing, because there's a calling on your life, like there was on David's. And because there's an anointing on David's life, King Saul looks at David. And all of a sudden is threatened by David. Or maybe he's not even threatened by David, but he's threatened by the anointing that is on David. Come on now. Oh, listen, the anointing on your life is going to threaten some people. So you need to be ready to experience umgo, okay? Because that anointing not only attracts all of the goodness of God and empowers us to do the amazing things that God has created us to do, but that very same anointing can attract enemies, okay? Listen, the enemy doesn't want to see you flourish. Anyway, that's not what we're about today, okay? <laughs> so I want to just establish with you guys that it's King David writing this one and we know that he's someone who has gone through the most, who has experienced some really horrific things, you know. And I mean, not to say that everything that he's experienced was at the hand of other people. There were some things that he did himself, some sins, you know, that, that he, he, he did that put him in a 
rather precarious position okay as we often do sometimes too we put ourselves in situations and then when the consequences start to come out now we're now we're scared now we're like oh god i find myself in this place Gandhi, you put yourself there but we are so blessed to serve a mighty god a forgiving god a merciful god a loving god who forgives us despite our mess y'all hey but that's a story for another day now what i want to talk about right now is how do we keep things moving in that time where we feel like we're going through the most in that hard time you know we're a generation that's really like everything must be quick everything must move i mean i know that for a fact for me the quicker the better but get our ways are not god's ways and god's ways are not our ways where we want things to move fast god is like Y'all need to slow down and experience what I'm putting you through, okay? Or what I'm allowing to happen to you. He says at the beginning of this thing that he was, you know, he doesn't tell us that he was in trouble. But we can, we can kind of read the situation that, okay, Shap, he was goishing. He was in a situation and he waited patiently on the Lord. And in his waiting, God inclined his ear to him and heard David's cry. Okay, so we cry. Listen, I cry. I'm a crier when I'm going through the most. I'm just like, Jesus, why? Why me? Why must I go through? <laughs> I don't know. Listen, if you are this person, please find me on the socials and DM me. Tell me that you listen to this episode and you are just like me. You cry when you're going through the most and you feel like things are happening that should not be happening to you. But because God is good all the time, we survive and we move. Okay, so David was going through the most year and he says in this time, I waited patiently. Okay, I waited patiently. I want to reiterate this line because it's very important. He waited patiently. How many of you can say you wait patiently when you are in an undesirable position? How many of us? Let me put myself in this equation because wow. I struggle to accept when I'm in a hard situation and then wait patiently for God to remove me from that situation. See, the word patiently is bearing trials or pains without complaining. What? Us not complaining. Poof me. I complain, guys. When I'm feeling it, I when I'm feeling it, I feel it. But this is the trick, guys. We need to go through these things without complaining. Okay? It's tricky, but we need to get to a point where we start waiting out these undesirable situations that we find ourselves in without complaining. And it's torturous. I know it's hard because we're such a like, fix it now, God. Like if it happens now, I want to pray about it now and I want God to fix it now. If I get hurt now, I see it, I feel it, I pray now, God, please remove it. But that's not how God works. And ultimately, that's just not how life works. So we need to learn to stay in those situations without complaining. Okay, because what we do is when things happen, we start panicking. Tell me, where's the lie? Am I lying? We start panicking because we don't know how to handle. And in that not knowing, because we want to be in control of everything, we panic. We want to do things our own way and we don't allow room for God to be God. Okay, we act as if in that moment of desperation or in that moment of pain, of trouble, of unforeseen inconvenience, of uncertainty, you know, I mean, so many people lost their jobs this year. So many people lost so many things dear to them. They're pe- people, you know, we, a lot was lost in this year, but I believe that also a lot was gained, but that's a topic for another day. But we like to act that, we like to act like God is phased by the things that are happening as if he didn't know in eternity that these things were going to happen. 
we tend to think that God is like us, that he's a, a reactionary God. No, 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 no. We need to get this straight quick, fast. God is not like that. The Bible tells us that he predestined things in eternity. Okay, he predestined our lives. He predestined the generation we were going to be in. He predestined the viruses. He he was not, nothing eluded him. Nothing was, you know, hidden from his face. Okay, so in this time, in this year, in whatever situation you're finding yourself in, whatever goal that you're finding yourself in or hardship that you're in, don't think that God doesn't see it or that God didn't know about it. You're there for a reason. Now we are here to find out how do we keep things moving in that space. The Bible says in Psalm 40 verse 1, King David says, I waited patiently. So we need to learn to be patient. And it's really funny because this, if we go to, if we go to the New Testament, patience is a fruit of the Spirit. Okay, this is a fruit of the spirit. So we need to be praying on that. If we know that patience is something we're struggling with, we got to start praying on it, guys. We got to start asking God to come through with it. And you, Lord, Lord, you said in your word that, 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 you know, we need to desire these fruits and that you will give us these fruits. So I pray for a spirit of patience, even when I'm in tough times, because I understand father God, that you've got it all in your hands, that you see what's going on and you will protect me. You will keep me. And most of all, you will bring me through it. Okay. So we need to learn to sit through something, to be able to just yo guys, there's nothing harder than staying in a situation that is uncomfortable. That is, that is uncertain that is nerve-wracking that doesn't give you that peace of mind that you want because we want to be sure of things and sometimes god wants us in a in a space where we are uncertain because that is when we lean on him the most right i'm not saying that you know god wants bad things to happen to us or that he wills bad things to happen to us but we need to understand that we live in a fallen world and things are gonna happen but we we go at it with that understanding and remembering that word in romans 8 that tells us that all things work together for the good of those who love the Lord and are called a call who are now called according to his purposes. Okay, so if you know you love the Lord and he loves you and you're called according to his purpose, you gotta believe and rest in the knowledge that he's got you. Okay, it's not always gonna be you know the destination that's the blessing. The blessing sometimes is in the journey, it's in that horrible pit. That we find ourselves in in this year sometimes the blessing is not that big thing we thought was going to happen in 2020 at the beginning of the year it's the things that we learned about ourselves during the lockdown it's it's the relationships that were restored during lockdown it's the families that got to come together during lockdown you know it's it's even in those moments where maybe someone lost a job it's that business idea you know that's finally going to get to come to life because that, that that security blanket was taken away you know i'm just spitballing you know examples out here to show us that god is able to work things together for our good even in bad situations okay and when we find ourselves in these bad situations in our panic we don't stop and ask ourselves why are we in this situation god what are you teaching me in this in this moment what what what's the what's the big idea here and, and what, what came to my mind was sometimes when we find ourselves in precarious positions or we find ourselves in undesirable situations, you know, sometimes God is using that to prune us. The book of John 15 verse 2 tells us that every branch in me that, that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes 
that it may bear more fruit. So it's not that you're a bad person or that Jesus doesn't love you, that you go through things that are not really, you know, nice or that you don't like or that you don't enjoy. It's not that, you know, he's mad, he's mad at you or he's, no, sometimes you're doing good. You're doing exactly what you're supposed to be doing, but he needs to still remove certain things from you. Sometimes he needs to remove certain people from you who are not going where you're going. Or he needs to change certain mindsets, change certain attitudes. Who knows what 2021 is going to bring, but I know that 2020 has prepared us for whatever is going to come in the next years. You know, but if we didn't have this time... And I know you're probably thinking, ah, Misha, it's easy to say that because now it's kind of like in hindsight. But we're still in this year and we don't know what's going to happen. But we rest in the knowledge that God is in control of everything, man. So we need to learn to be patient. Like David said, he said, I patiently waited. So I'm reminding you that if you're going through something right now or, or, or you're finding yourself in a, just in a weird space and you don't know how to maneuver through it and you don't know how to keep moving, be patient in it. And remember, the, the, the meaning and the definition of patience is to bear with pain you know, or troubles without complaining. And that's a hard one. That complaining is a hard one because, guys, complaining repels God, hey? God cannot stand people who moan and complain. And you're probably thinking, I will, Misha, how do you know God can't stand that? I read the Bible, my friend. That's what I do. If you go to the Old Testament and you see how God reacted to some of the things the Israelites did back in the day, y'all. These people were complaining about food when Jesus gave them food all day, every day. He gave them fresh manna. He gave them water from rocks. He made way where there was no way for them and they still complained. Sound familiar? <laughs> I know it sounds familiar to me too because we will have God do something in our lives and jiggy jiggy a month or two later we're like I'm oh God what about me why guys we need to really grow up here eh? we need to grow up God I get we are not there let's let's keep it moving here so the first thing we need to do in order to keep things moving is to be patient now now the next thing that happens with that king david says in in in, in verse uh, one he says he inclined to me god inclined to him so in his patient waiting where he wasn't complaining what was he doing if he wasn't complaining clearly he was praying to god about his situation he was telling god about his situation Okay, he's implying that throughout this time, I was calling on God. He even says up there that I cried to God because he heard my cry as I was waiting patiently. So he wasn't venting to people. He wasn't venting to his friends unendingly. Sorry. He wasn't, you know, telling anyone that was willing to listen that, listen, this is what I'm going through. My life is tough. This, that and the other. No. He took it back to God. I think it's the book of 1st or 2nd Peter where he says, Give all your anxieties unto God because he cares for you. Cast your burdens to the Lord for he cares. The Bible doesn't say these things just to say them. Like, give it to Jesus, whatever it is in this moment. Give it to God. I want to take a second. Think about it. Whatever's going on right now that's overwhelming you, Trust me, I had this moment earlier on this week and I found myself in a really weird position and I was like, I don't understand what's happening, but give it to God. If you must cry, cry. If you must yell, yell. If you need to tell him how you're really feeling, because I feel like people have this misconception that we need to come to Jesus and hide how we feel. We need to address that. 
if you've been going through this relationship with God, hiding how you're feeling and trying to pretend you're, you're okay, even though you're not okay, like you're at the brink of tears, but you're like, God, you're good and I'm okay. No, 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 no. Tell him how you really, really feel because he wants that from you. That is how intimate your relationship with God should be. You shouldn't be scared to express how you feel and feel like you need to hide certain things. He wants all of you. He wants you to express your deepest, darkest thing. Because if you can't express it to him, who are you going to express it to? Right? Child of God, understand that he wants to know the depths of you. Not to say that he doesn't already know it because he's God. He's omnipotent. He's omniscient. He sees all. He hears all. He's everywhere. Okay? But he wants to hear it from your mouth because that is the sign of relationship, that communion, that, that fellowship, that trust that you're building. So speak to him and tell him everything that's going on with you. Because when you do that, when you cry unto the Lord, like David cried unto the Lord, guess what he does? He inclines to you. Now, what is inclining? Let me tell you what inclining is. Inclining is defined as leaning towards something leaning towards something or someone okay so if something think about a chair or like you know those reclining seats even in a car you're able to recline the seat and then you can incline it again so if if you're complaining remember i said earlier that our complaining repels god when we are in precarious and tough situations we start acting like little kids and we become brats and we're like oh god i don't know what to do and i'm just like i don't like this nah, 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 nah. okay shop stop complaining Pray about it. Don't complain about it. Don't moan about it. Pray about it. Tell him, God, you know what's going on. I know you know what's going on and you see how much this is affecting me. But if it's your will, Jesus, <laughs> I will go through it. Do you guys know that Jesus did that? When Jesus was just about to be crucified, he went away and he went to go pray away from everyone. And there's a part in his prayer where he says, Lord, I don't want to do this. Father, I don't want to go get crucified on a cross. I don't want to experience that pain, but not my will, your will. So in the situations that we are in, whether we cause them ourselves, whether they're self-inflicted, whether God has allowed them or whatever the case may be, we need to understand that God, not my will, but your will. If it is your will that I stay in this position for a while, give me the grace to carry on. Give me the grace to get through it. Okay, I think that's the prayer we need to start praying. Instead of praying to get out of the situations fast, let's pray for grace while we are in the situations. Let's pray for patience while we are in the situation so that we can deal. Let's pray for a positive spirit that is going to pray about it instead of magnify the, 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 the event or magnify, you know, the trouble and the pain and the hurt. Okay. Like we need to get to that point where we are praying about things because then God is going to be inclined to us. Let me tell you a little something, something. When we pray and when we are patient, we are taking up a posture of humility. Okay. And the Bible tells us that I think it's in the book of James. Yeah, it's in the book of James where it says that mm, God opposes the proud and he exalts the humble. Okay, God opposes the proud and he exalts the humble. So when we get to a point where we stop complaining and, and, and we, we are patient in understanding that God will make a way. God will come through for us. Hasn't he before? Has he not come through for you before? So if he's done it before, why won't he do it again? 
If we can rely on that understanding and lean on that understanding that God will always make a way for his children, we can patiently wait for us to make a way again. Okay, so when we get to that point, we are now in a position where we are humble. And this is where God inclines himself to us. When you're humble, you, you attract God's presence. Okay, when we are humbled by situations, when we are humbled in general, we attract God's presence to our lives. That's why when David says, I patiently waited and he inclined himself to me. Do you see that? It's like a, a cause and effect. If you are patient and you wait on the Lord and you allow him to be God, his presence will automatically come to you. He will incline himself to you. He will hear your cry. He will hear your prayers and he will deliver you. It is that simple. Okay. It is literally that simple. King David was able to have God hear him and deliver him from his trouble because he was in a position of humility. Today, I feel like God is just trying to tell us, listen, guys, I'm going to take care of you. This year is not like the end or be all of it. There is more beyond this year and God has predestined it all. We don't see it yet because we are very closed off in, oh my goodness, the doom and gloom of 2020, earthquakes, this in Cape Town, coronavirus, second wave, this lockdown here, this and that. But God sees way beyond that. Remember, he's the alpha and the omega. And he's not just the Alpha and the Omega. He's also the God of the present. He's with us in this time. He isn't closing his eyes or turning his back. He's with us. So you need to rely on the knowledge that God is going to take care of us. Okay? We're going to be good. We just need to learn to be patient in this season and allow God to be God. Let's stop complaining about it. Let's stop seeing the bad. The bad is there. Let's try and find the silver linings. The fact that we wake up every day is a silver lining. The fact that God keeps coming through. Some of us still have jobs. That's God. We still have our family. That's God. We still have food on the table. That's God. A roof over our head. You know, let's try and find the little things, guys. The little things. And stop complaining. And instead, try praising Him. Have gratitude. Because having a spirit of gratitude attracts more good things to you. Okay? I think God just want us, wants us to have a mindset change, a mindset shift because this year has brought so much doom and gloom and a lot of people have gotten stuck in the doom and gloom of it all that we're not, we're not seeing that God is still moving, okay? Maybe someone needed a reminder that God is still moving. He is not defeated by 2020. He is not defeated by global pandemics. He is not defeated by gender-based violence. He is not defeated by corruption that's happening in our country. He is still God over all. And in this time, instead of complaining and magnifying the situation, let's, let's tell our situations who our God is. Let's tell COVID-19 that my God is the same God who was able to deliver the Egyptians out of, e uh, sorry, he was able to deliver the Israelites out of Egypt. The same God who was able to make a way in the middle of the Red Sea and make an entire nation pass through without being attacked by the enemy. The same God who makes a way where there is no way. Come on guys, you, this God has taken you from so many places. I got my own personal stories of the things that God has done. And I know based on those things, if he did it then, 
If he moved the mountain then, if he healed my body then, if he restored my spirit then, if he raised me up from when I was weak then, he will do it again and again and again. I pray that you are restored by this message. I pray that God touches your soul. He restores your spirit. He enlightens your mind. And he just He just restores a joy in your soul that even though sometimes we're going through things, you might have been going this entire year, guys. Listen, umgoe can last however long. If you have been goishing for the longest time, may you find peace in this knowledge. May the Prince of Peace, who is Jesus Christ, dwell in your life. May his spirit pour itself over you and bring you peace that surpasses all understanding. The Bible tells us, I believe it's in the book of Isaiah, he says, You will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you. And you know what? When we, when we are in perfect peace, we are able to be patient. So maybe let's pray for God to give us that perfect peace. Maybe let's pray for God to give us that peace that surpasses all understanding in the midst of the mess that is happening in our world, that is happening in our countries. You know, let us pray for a perfect peace that will enable us to have patience in the midst of the trials, of the tribulations, of the mess, of the uncertainty, of the job loss, of the family member loss, of the friend loss, because there's a lot of that going around right now. Let us pray for that peace regardless of the bad. Oh man, I just want to thank you guys so much for listening in. And I want to pray one more time for whoever's listening right now. Father God, thank you for this person who's listening to this podcast whenever it is, Lord God. Because I know that your word doesn't fall for no reason. When you drop a word, it's not because, Father God, you just want to speak. No, it's because you want to help someone. You're reaching out to someone. So I pray, Father God, whoever needed a touch from you that they may receive it from this podcast. Whoever needed to be redeemed through this word, may it happen. Whoever needed to be reminded that you are still God in a pandemic, remind them through this podcast. Whoever needed to know that, Father God, all we have to do is be patient in the affliction, is to be patient in the trial, in the tribulation. Pagati in them go, Father God. All we need to do is be patient and remember that you will come through for us. You've never failed us. You will never fail us. And we rest in that. In the wonderful name of Jesus, I pray. I love you guys so much. And I just, oh, I really hope this word helps you.